Hey, I'm Paul Maxwell, the content strategist at Tithely. Today on Modern Church Leader, we are going to discuss the four digital giving myths. And I see these myths out there all the time that are crippling your church and its ability to fundraise and its ability to grow. Once again, I'm Paul Maxwell, and this is Modern Church Leader. Welcome to Modern Church Leader, a short daily show to help you grow your church, be more effective and efficient and powerful for the kingdom of God. When churches use a digital giving software, here's what they want. A smooth user interface, right? Easy to give. Multiple collection options. Text to give. Recurring giving. Flexible. No contract, right? And affordable. No escalating fees. It's become very popular to to critique digital giving companies for being predatory companies. But here's the thing. There are predatory digital giving software companies that take advantage of churches in terrible ways. But here's the kicker. There are also amazing digital giving companies that nearly double church giving year over year for their churches that offer premium fi- uh, premium features with flexible plans. But how can you tell the good digital giving software from the bad? It all comes down to this, debunking the myths about your digital giving that could be leading your church into a financial trap. Once you understand these myths and why they're wrong, you'll be fully equipped to use digital giving software for your church rather than get played by fast talking marketers. So number one, nobody wants to give on our church app. Right. There's this common myth that says people want to give on websites, not apps. Right. So there was a recent survey indicating that of the four hundred ten billion dollars given to charity globally in 2018, 54 percent was given through websites and only four percent through mobile apps. This data is used to suggest that people prefer to give through websites rather than mobile apps, which is an interesting conclusion from the data. Therefore, drumroll, churches shouldn't rely on church mobile apps for giving. Okay, that's myth number one because nothing could be further from the truth for your church's fundraising strategy. And I'm going to explain exactly why, and it just comes back to a different way of looking at the data, in my view, the right way of looking at the data, okay? Churches have a very different relationship with their donors than cause-specific nonprofits. Don't get me wrong, churches have a lot in common with other nonprofit organizations. Uh, They have, uh, in fact, many, many things in common, right? They're both, uh, well, they're both registered 501c3s with the government. They're both mission-driven. They they, they both need to start using digital giving tools if they want to survive. They both need to cultivate meaningful relationships with their donors, right? The, The features of their practices are very common. But there are major differences that make the whole 54% of people, you know, give through websites and only 4% through a mobile app there, there, are, there, are, there are variables that make that uh, irrelevant to the church. So, for example, a global charity that does missions work won't gather together once a week for a weekly one-hour meeting with all its donors, right? Nobody would tune into it. But because churches gather every single week, they can instruct their members how to use the tool to give more, to give better, and to be more connected with the causes to which they are giving, right? If a cause-specific nonprofit relied on a mobile app for giving, they would probably go belly up in a year. Of course, that wisdom works for certain kinds of organizations, but not for the church, right? If your church doesn't start using a church mobile app for giving, then it will probably go belly up in the next 10 years. The opposite wisdom applies because it's a different kind of organization, because here's the deal. Your church offers its app users two things that a nonprofit simply can't offer. The first is attention, right? Your church mobile app should be the command central for your users for sermon notes, weekly small group logistics, big sale needs, messaging others in the church, volunteer vacancies, and prayer requests, right? This will keep users coming back to the app. 
A random nonprofit wouldn't keep a donor regularly using the app, which is why the app model doesn't work in many non-church contexts. Users simply use it differently. The regularity of the church app use in the local church makes it an indispensable tool for churches to use in order to set up recurring giving, ask for call-specific gifts, and give donors options to give to a special event in the church. The second thing your church offers, its app that other nonprofits don't, is social connection, right? Nonprofits are they are disparate and distant and corporate and, and, and external to one's day-to-day life. So the app is not just a tool for giving, specifically the church app. It's a tool for social integration. This means that when you prompt people to give through the app, it will already be second nature to, uh, for them to tune in because they're used to giving, they're used to using it to connect with the people in their lives already, right? But in a real spiritual and social sense, the type of connection a church member has with their church is not like the commitment they have to a cause or a nonprofit, right? It's a completely qualitatively different thing. Unlike a nonprofit organization, there are significant benefits a church receives from a church app that a nonprofit simply cannot because of the nature of its relationship to its donors. Your church website is for your visitors. Your church app is for your church. You should be using your church app to facilitate member giving and building community in your church so that you're not relying on giving forms and broken URLs and glitch forms, right? Your church app will maximize engagement, grow community, and boost giving in your church, right? And P.S., like most nonprofits don't have apps but do have websites, which doesn't mean that donors prefer websites over apps, but that most nonprofits are behind the times in digital giving technology. Number two. People don't like to donate with text to give. That's the myth, right? So while the giving study reports that mobile giving takes up 4% of the global donation pie, it indicates that text to give only has 1%, right? The same point above applies to text to give, right? The study doesn't report how many nonprofits raise donations through text to give technology, so there's no control. Nor does it report what strategies were used to boost giving through a text to give campaign. So because text-to-give is such a new technology, the fact that it takes up 1% of the global $410 billion, which is $40 million, predicts how, or, 400 mil, or uh, $4 billion, rather, uh, it, it predicts how well the technology will perform. Again, it's important to note that reporting how people give does not indicate anything directly about what users prefer. This is a false inference that any statistician would laugh at. How people give indicates what technology the nonprofits are using, not people's preferences, right? So here's the real surprise about text to give Here at Tively, we found that when given the option, a huge percentage of church members use text to give and that is the right way to frame the data, statistically speaking. In 2018, 21% of the churches we serve, which now exceeds 20,000 churches, used SMS giving at least once. Does this mean that 21% of people prefer text to give? Not necessarily, but it does show us that people will give via text when given the opportunity. Know what else? Within these churches, the number of people who give via text to give is significantly higher than some would lead, lead you to believe. So for example, in 2018, here are the percentage of unique donors who made an SMS, uh, uh, an SMS gift, right? So from 10 to 50, there was a 39% gift, 51 to 100%, 24%. 101 to 250, 20%, and 250 plus, 20%. So text to give isn't something you can just sweep under the rug. It's proven to be a significant channel of giving for, for, uh, so for churches to use, and it's helped countless others to taste the joy of giving for the first time. 
but text to give cynics will say something else, right? Well, your text to give technology isn't true text to give technology, right? It's true, actually, and there's some truth to this. It's true that many digital giving platforms are not true text to give, right? Which goes back to our point about predatory digital software companies, right? Many providers just send you a response SMS, uh, SMS with a link to download their app through which you can give. Shifty stuff. You don't even get your own number. There's just some corporate number that all the churches get, right? But with Tidely, you receive true text to give, which is people can type an amount and give via text without receiving a link to download an app and your organization gets its very own phone number. So not only does Tively offer this true text to give, it offers many other features like list segmentation, automatic replies, giving to specific funds through keywords, keyword marketing, uh, uh, mass text marketing, all with SMS, all from a unique number that we give you uh, that's unique and specific to your institution. Nobody else has that number, that 10 digit number, right? So text to give offers people an option to give however they prefer. And the truth is, and the people misusing statistics uh, want to ambiguate this truth, people, people prefer to give in many different ways, right? So for example, in some of the churches we serve, they have a significantly high percentage of givers via text, right? People will give in the way that they most prefer. The, the, the point for you is to provide for them the options to do so, to cast the widest net for collecting funds. Even better, people will give via text or, or other means when it's encouraged as a next step which leads us to our next point, right? Text to give increases engagement. Text to give increases engagement. Text to give is a great way to encourage people to, to participate very easily with the technology with which they're already familiar in the joy of giving. So for instance, some churches organize campaigns and they'll use text to give as a way of encouraging people to donate money. In this scenario, it's super easy to introduce people to giving. Very, very easy, right? Text $1 to this number to donate toward this campaign. So number three, companies that charge processing fees are unethical. This is giving myth number three, right? Companies that charge char uh, processing fees are unethical. This is one of the most uninformed criticisms of digital giving software. It's, it, it bothers me when I hear it, right? No one is hiding in a room, scraping money off the top of your tithing and then laundering it into some crime syndicate where people are laughing and drink billionaires drinking champagne, right? For every online transaction, there is a fee, okay? Nobody transfers a cent through an online store, through e-commerce, through the internet, without getting money, giving it to Visa, MasterCard, American Express, whoever, right? Even your credit card transactions require that someone pay a fee. Does paying this fee mean you lose money? <laughs> Ask yourself this. Did people make more money or less money when the internet was invented? Because that's when credit card companies started making money from fees, right? So did everybody start making less money? It most certainly did not. The internet revolutionized. It's, it's the new gold rush. Integrating a digital giving platform into your church's donation strategy will only make it grow. We've seen this statistically. It's a fact. If you use it rightly, it's a fact. More than that, ethical timing companies will give churches the ability to allow their donors to cover the processing fee on their end. Tively already does this. We've been doing it for years. Everyone who makes a financial transaction online through some online portal is charged a processing fee by whoever is taking that money from one place and putting it in another. Some companies manually require donors to cover this fee. Some companies require the church to cover the processing fee through some kind of uh, 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 monthly fee that they charge the church. Other companies like Tidely provide your church members with the option to cover the processing fee, and we don't even have a monthly fee associated with our giving, 
right? Aside from the processing fees, right? Whereas most online digital software companies or digital giving companies do. Uh, number four, digital software costs a lot of money. So digital giving software rather costs a lot of money. So uh, don't you lose money with online giving, right? Because of all those fees? Far from it. And we're going to break it down a little bit here, right? From our experience, churches we serve experience a significant increase in giving, an enormous increase in giving, uh, several, uh, on average, 167% giving growth the year after they adopt Timely, right? From North Coast Church doubling their online giving to a 122-year-old Lutheran church experiencing a 15% increase in giving. Church after church is proving that digital giving software increases giving even after the negligible fees. So this is a combination of providing online giving software that's easy, like Sunday morning for your church members to use, as well as these churches following the tips and advice we share, for example, in a course called Tithely Grow, which is free, a program that will teach you how to implement Tithely's giving platform to boost donations. A transaction fee is no different than charging a church a monthly fee for providing the digital giving solution. Yet, most church members would have no qualms with the church purchasing a giving software. Tithely's digital giving platform costs literally $0 a month, and it enables you to streamline recurring digital giving so that your church can experience the same kind of growth that North Coast did. And as you strategize how to grow donations in your church, don't make the mistake of using a cash-only model, even if you accept, still accept checks and bank transfers and cash. That's, you know, that's essentially a cash-only model with frills. But look at businesses that only accept cash and checks. How are they doing? They're sinking. And don't buy the, the, the myth right, that, fa- that, that fancy marketers in the digital giving space are going to sell you. Right? Don't listen to these unfounded myths about digital giving and text-to-give text to doesn't work, church apps don't work. Right? Check out Tidely's high-feature, affordable, flexible, clean di- digital giving solution today. The proof will be in your growth. Thanks for listening. Please review Modern Church Leader on Apple Podcasts and visit our website for more resources at tithe.ly or follow the links in the show notes.